Hi everyone, Robin Papworth here from Play, Move, Improve. This is episode number two where I chat about how technology may be impacting on children's development. I want to always start this episode off by explaining that there are no specific causal links yet between technology and children's development. Unfortunately, we don't have the research to show what our children's technology use is doing for their development in five years, 10 years, 20 years down the track. As much as I'd love to be able to track that information, we just don't have the research yet. But what the information that I provide in this upcoming podcast is how I feel about what I see with technology use. It's my personal opinion of what I feel technology may be doing for children's development. It's definitely not evidence-based yet, but my goal is to definitely get that research to back us up because what I see in a day-to-day for children who use technology is really concerning and I'm very passionate about making sure parents get the balance, a healthy balance between technology use and specific motor play. I'll explain what activities I encourage children to do who do use technology use a lot. And of course, you'll hear me preach about trying to limit children's technology use as much as we can. I am a mum of three. I've got three children under six and technology has been amazing for me to get dinner cooked, to be able to have a shower, to be able to come home from work and have a cup of tea in peace. I'm definitely not a mum who says no technology, but I do say balance is key. If we don't have the balance, then we have a chi- we have a generation of children who sit on TV, sit behind a screen for more times than what they do playing backyard cricket like we used to do when we were kids. We're seeing kids, 25% of our Aussie kids at the moment are struggling developmentally by the time they start school. That's five kids per classroom struggling developmentally. We also have a recent article that came out that said only 14% of Australian children know how to kick a ball. Uh, sorry, how to catch a ball, 13% know how to kick a ball. This is pretty scary stuff. You know, we sort of think, oh, what does kicking a ball or catching a ball have to do with learning? Well, if I can't coordinate my hands to catch a ball and if I can't coordinate my feet to kick a ball, well, then what hope have I got being able to pick up a pencil and write my name with it? What hope have I got being able to drive a car using both my hands and my feet at the same time? So while I like to sit in this world of, oh, technology is fantastic and it gives me a break, I get to do the dishes without a kid in my kitchen, I have to keep that long-term goal of, well, if my children aren't developing the milestones that they need for learning and for life, well, then I've got to play a part in that. I've got to make sure that the kids are getting access to as much play and as, as much movement as they can so I'm giving them the best start to their life. That's my preaching moment finished. I wanted to start to explain to you what technology may actually be doing for children's development. If you hold your phone up in front of you or your iPad in front of you right now, you'll notice that when you are scanning through and looking through Instagram or looking through Facebook, your head isn't moving much. Your head and your eyes are focused on something that's what we call within your midline. It's sitting in the center of your body. But if you think about the skill of being able to tie up your shoelaces or be able to do up um, buttons on your top, what typically we need to do is our fingers need to cross our midline. Our right hand needs to cross over our left hand. Our left hand needs to cross over our right hand. But if we're not crossing the midline in when we're using technology, well, then what hope have we got to cross the midline when we need to do activities like tying our shoelaces, doing up buttons, unzipping a bag, writing our name across a big piece of paper? You'll find more information about crossing the midline on my website, playmoveimprove.com.au. Just type in crossing the midline in the search bar and you'll find quite a bit of information about that. 
what we have, what my issues are around technology use is we've got these kids sitting in front of screens without moving. They're not moving their head. They're not moving their arms. They're not moving their legs. Our body is made to do that. Our body is designed to do big, large movements as we're children. If we don't use our big, large muscle groups and our small ones that we need to be able to brush our teeth and do up our shoes can't develop, we need those big movements first. So after school, we want kids to be able to climb and jump and ride a bike and throw and catch a ball and hop and skip. Get all that out of their system first. It takes 10 minutes, if that. And then once we've got all of that out of our system, we've practiced all of our motor skills that you'll find on my website, Play, Move, Improve. After you've developed all those big movements, then let's come inside and sit behind our iPads, relax behind the TV and calm down the body and the house that way. But if we have an after-school program where they've had a big day at school sitting and learning and focusing on a whiteboard and then we bring them home and we put them in front of from a whiteboard in front of a TV, it's great for us. Yep, we get a nice warm cup of tea, we get our dishes done, we get our house clean. But my concern is what have the kids developed in regards to their motor development for that day? Look, of course, I'm not just preaching to mums. I'm also still always preaching to the education departments who have are reducing the amount of PE, physical education hours that our kids have. So don't worry, it's not just the parents that I'm nagging and annoying with my message. It's getting that out to the teachers as well. I'm passionate about getting teachers to get their whole class moving every morning, even if it's just five minutes, crossing the midline, balancing on one foot, hopping up and down. If kids can get access to the movement that their bodies need, then their brains will take more on when they're trying to learn. At home, you'll even notice if kids are more active and able to jump and hop and skip and even dance in your lounge room, they're going to do better with their following your instructions and listening and focusing. So my goal is for you tonight, absolutely enjoy screen time together, but also enjoy hopping, skipping, jumping, dancing in your lounge room and get that beautiful balance between the two. And next time they're sitting on their iPad, just make sure that they've done their movement first. Any questions, always please feel free to share your comments on my Facebook page at Play, Move, Improve or on Instagram, you'll find me at Robin Papworth. Always here to help, always here to answer your questions, listen to your feedback. Thank you for having me for my second episode. This is all about technology and how we can find that beautiful balance. Thank you. Have a great day.